Hello, and thank you for stopping by the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Peak, and just want to say hello to everybody, see how everybody's doing. Uh, show of hands, who here had a great weekend? Me. I have a host, a uh, guest host today. Uh, it's my wife. Say hi, Dolores. Hello, Dolores. How are you? <laughs> Um, so we had a fun little adventure last weekend. Uh, <clears throat> to say this, I have to kind of back up a little bit. My wife wanted to, um, I guess, have a get together with friends and she sort of, I don't know if she orchestrated it or other people orchestrated it, but they were going to have a Christmas party with some coworkers at work. And they were all talking about what they were going to do. And it was going to be great. We're supposed to go over someone's house. And then, uh, somebody got sick and, Midweek, she looks at me and she goes, oh, so we're going to do it at our house. <laughs> it wasn't midweek. It was Tuesday. That's midweek for me. Tuesday at 8 p- 8.30 p.m. While we were in bed. No, we were sitting on the couch. I was, no, I was, we were, no, we were sitting on the couch and I... It, you some, hinted at it in the couch. No, so, somebody got... We did have a Christmas party planned for our for work. The people in the office and their spouses are significant others. And we were going to have it at one of my coworkers in, at his in-laws' house. They, they, I've never been there, but they supposedly have a very nice outdoor, um, I guess, like an outdoor tiki bar. It's maybe a little bit of a shop area, but it's supposedly can hold a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we thought that that would be a great idea to get away, to get together away from work so that if we wanted to have a glass of wine or a beer, we we could do that. And of course, when you do parties at work, that kind of stuff really doesn't happen and is not supposed to happen. Right. But it just so happened that his in-laws, they got COVID. Yeah. And were not feeling good at all. I, I think both of them had already been over the the amount of time that they were contagious, but they just weren't feeling well. And we just didn't think it was right to you know, try to put that burden on them to have 20 people at their home. So we either canceled it or somebody else took on that task of have hosting the party. And so you decided it would be us. Well, <laughs> yeah, I did. So this sort of turned into a, um, calamity of events in which, uh, she says, we need to clean the back deck, which I kind of knew we needed to clean the back deck. We need to get a nice little uh, table cover for the back porch, which I was like, oh, that would, be, that would look great. Because they make this special cover that has a zipper on it where you can go like around your umbrella and zip it up. And it covers the old table and it looks great. Yeah, it really looks great. I'm a big fan of that tablecloth, um, even though we didn't actually sit at the table to eat at it. No. Um, you know, but then she, she was like, all right, so the weather... The weather may be perfect for us to be in the garage. And I was like, hold on, time out. Yeah, because the garage was a And you were like, listen, mess. the garage is dirty and needs to be cleaned out. And I was like, yeah, but like I got stuff in there. And you're like, I know, we need to get rid of some of it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So typically what happens is, is uh, my wife wants to get rid of a lot of my stuff. And I argue that we shouldn't because I have other plans. And then we compromise and I get rid of a lot of my stuff. Yes. So uh, two truckloads of stuff later and... Uh, Lots of weird arguments about why are you hanging on to this and me not really having an answer. Um, yeah, we made room. Um, now looks, the garage looks great. It actually does look really good. Um, I have been joking for a while 
uh, I guess ever since the Jeep jam thing with Danny that I was going to clean all this stuff out of here if I could park my Jeep in here. And <laughs> I know that was sort of a, a weird, funny thing to talk about, but it is fun to entertain the idea of having another project. And, and, and like my wife pointed out, she said, you know, I think the woodworking thing has sort of run its course. And you may be right with that. Um, Excuse me, say that again. So this is recorded on yeah for perpetuity. I've got it. I've got it documented. Yeah. So you may be right. I mean, but honestly, I mean, I was building stuff like you said. I built stuff because I needed it, and I wanted like the fact that I even got started in this hobby was really odd. Uh, the fact that Donna just happened to hold up a giant piece of cedar, and I went, "I got to make something with that." I don't know what what came over me to do that, um, but you know, I was able to make a couple of tables, some chairs really nice stuff. Matter of fact, we're sitting in it right now and, you know, make some furniture for the back porch. It ended up beautiful. Um, but then like I was kind of floundering about what to do next. And I had sort of been gifted some wood or happened upon some wood along the process. And it's just sort of turned into this thing that's out of hand, uh, because I've not continued to do anything with it. Um, compound that with the fact that a year ago I was injured and, pretty much all that time I didn't do anything. I mean, I was just in the mindset of healing my eye. And so, you know, it just sort of sat on the side and didn't become anything. I did make a shelf for uh, Danny McWilliams. Um, that was really pretty. And I made my lightsaber. Yeah. On the I wall mean, and, the stuff that you've made that's in the house is great. Yeah. You know, the, the back porch furniture, but I don't think this was ever going to be something that you were going to do continually like and sell the stuff. Yeah. So we don't have any more room for anything in the house. Right. And like you said, it's been, I don't even know, it's probably been more than a year or longer that you've made anything. So what was the point? Other the other thing. That, I mean, that's probably the last thing. I'm, And that was just a something to hold the yeah. lightsabers. I mean. But yeah, so I kept some of the nicer pieces of wood. I have the other pieces outside. Um, I've actually talked to a guy that I work with, John Williams, who does a lot of woodworking. And I reached out to him and asked him if he was curious and, uh, you know, about taking on the wood. And he said, absolutely. He said, I'm supposed to get my truck back this week. I guess he had some work done to his oh, truck. Oh, so somebody might come get what's in the backyard? Yeah. Oh, yay. Yeah. Because I'm tired of being asked, why do we have a teepee in the backyard? Well, that's okay. You know. It's the little tribe of Indians we have living out there. It gives you something to talk about. I guess. See, listen, somebody has to be the weird neighbor. And if you look to the left and you look to the right and they're yeah. not weird, maybe yeah. it's you. It's definitely us. Well, you know. What is but it? the party, back to the party. The party, the party was successful. We had a total of 21 people, counting counting the both of us, that was here. We did eat in the garage. Everybody brought food, which that was pre-planned. We had planned that at work. The plan yeah. was for us to have like a fixed menu and then different people signed up for what they were going to bring. That worked absolutely perfect. You took one of the TVs from the house out and put it on top of the, the refrigerator outside in the garage so that we could watch the game. Yeah. So that was kind of going on in the background. So I, I I do know everybody came to me this this past week at work and thanked me again for you know for us hosting the party because they knew you know I mean it's everybody knows when you have that many people in your home it is not an easy task right I do think that that was definitely the way to go having the food outside in the garage 
because then you don't have people in your house eating and potentially making a mess, which I mean, we didn't make a mess at all, even in the garage, but I think that worked out perfect. And there was lots of good food everybody brought. People were in good spirits. Everybody was really nice. Everybody introduced themselves. Um, you know, I must have heard a thousand times. Thank you so much yeah. for doing this. And oh my God, this is great. I can't believe. Oh, I work with space. a great awesome. group of people. And, um, you know, we, we had a good time. Um, it was a good weekend for college football. We got to watch Alabama yeah. play Georgia on TV. There's a couple of real interesting games that were on TV, but like, you know, some of the guys were all huddled around talking about it. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Um, we did play left, right, center, and I don't think right of the of the twenty one of the nineteen people that were guests in our home that evening. I don't think, but one person was as as the only one that had ever played that game, so it was new to them. They had, had a, a ball. Playing. As a matter of fact, this past week at work, that that conversation was one conversation that was that would that I heard all week long was how much they enjoyed left right center. Several of my coworkers has already bought the game and they're playing it with their kids and or looking forward to playing it at their Christmas get togethers with their families later, you know, later this month. Yeah. So that was perfect. That game is a game if you've never played that game, you need to check in the left right center. You can play you can have a we did it with um gift cards. The winner got yeah. a gift card. And we had like three rounds and they, everybody loved it. That was perfect. Typically left, right, center is uh, just three dice and the game comes with these little um, like token chips, but you don't have to use the chips. We use pennies. Um, Some people play with quarters and then they get to, you know, everybody brings quarters and you get to keep the quarters if you win. But, you know, we do stuff like, you know, gift cards, especially during Christmas time for different things. And everybody can buy, you know, gift card for the group. And then if you win, you win some pretty cool stuff. And, we did that, and it was a lot of fun. Um, if anybody that's listening has ever played, and they've let us know what you've used at, for your jackpot, because yeah. we are always looking for ideas. something. We're always looking for new ideas to make the game more exciting. Yeah, and we have weird rules that come up whenever somebody rolls all of the same thing on the dice and stuff like that. Yeah, and it, it's a lot of fun. But uh, you can make it a game for adults, or you can make it a game to play with kids. Yeah, you can come up with your own fun yep. little way of doing it. And let us know what you come up with. The game is not very expensive. If anybody looks them up on Amazon, I think it's yeah, less than $10. I had my, yeah, 10 or 12 at the most. Yeah, it's not much yeah. at all. So that was really cool. Um, so thank you for uh, twisting my arm and making me do that. Well, thank you for doing it. I know that it was difficult. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves in a matter of just a couple of days because that garage had not been cleaned out in a long time. It was something that needed to be done and maybe it worked out for the best. I yeah. mean, it's one of those things where when it when you don't have a reason, it's just I know I need to do it. You keep putting it off and putting it off. And you and I both have made or I've made the comment many times. We need to go through that garage. And you kept saying, leave my stuff alone. Yeah. But the one thing that worries me the most when you don't pay attention to stuff is like some of the stuff that we moved that had not been moved in a couple of years and you see what the the molding and things like that look like. Well, and I, I did see a few dead frogs and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, that. it is a garage, yeah. for crying out loud. So, I mean, it's not supposed to be like the house, but it's something that needs to be maintained just like the outside of the house needs to be maintained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know, it's good to kind of clean up once in a while just to get rid of things. I know a lot of people are, you know, like to hang on to things and that's sort of in my DNA 
of, you know, a good part of my family is just to hang on to things because you never know when you're going to need it. That was the mentality that they had. Of course, they also lived through the depression. So that was sort of a, a necessary thing for a long time. But as you get older, like that was one of the things whenever we were dating that I admired about you because my house did not look organized when I met you. Um, I was a single father with two kids and, and I'd go over to your house and I'm like, wow, you're Everything just looks so much cleaner and less cluttered. Mm. And, and I, that's just the difference between a male and a female. Well, no, but I, I commented on it. No, it's not. So <laughs> What was that? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> some people are organized and some people are not. Uh, some people hang on to things way too long. And you were very organized. So oh, Just a tiny bit. That was something that rubbed off on me over time and actually have served me well with work. Um, at work, one of, my, one of my strong suits of my job is that I'm very organized. So when it comes time to do the job, I can prioritize and break things down pretty quickly and organize as I go. Um, that is something that I continue to teach other people as well. But I remember my younger brother uh, at a certain point, he goes, what I really want is for you to come over here and help me organize my closet. And you were like, okay, you don't know what you're asking for, but if you, that's what you really want, this is what's going to happen. And so we literally went over there one day and you were like, all right, everything you hold up, you, you love it. You want to get rid of it? Have you touched it in the last year? Nope. All right, trash. All right. Or or donate or whatever. Well, yeah. And so we went through things and, and basically just decluttered his closet. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say, have you touched it in the last year? As far as, because there's, I'm not the kind of person that thinks you, you if you hadn't touched it in the past year, you should get rid of it. I mean, I have sentimental things I like to hang on to, too, yeah, just I mean, like anybody else the jacket does. with the shoulder pads. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> I know. I mean, everybody has. Everybody does. Yeah. I, I, listen, I still have skinny pants in there for if I ever get skinny again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to put one on the other day. And I was like, nope. Everybody has skinny pants right and fat pants. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I'm a, I'm organized. Yeah. Uh, probably more than the I'm a, than the average person, I guess, borderline OCD. I don't, I don't know. There's no borderline. It's well, no, tilt. I mean... On some things, I've, I've definitely learned how to let things go the older I've the older yeah. I've gotten. Plus, your house, it's easier to keep a house clean when it's just two people living in it as opposed to five people living in it. Yeah. So it, it, that's a that's a big difference. It's it's definitely a lot different in this house now with with our kids not being here. Yeah. Plus, it's also helpful when both of us are contributing to doing it. I mean, I know there's a lot of friends I've had in the past where one person does everything and nothing gets done like it should. Um, it really takes both people to contribute to make things happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for all of that. And I'm thankful for you to kick my butt and to make me do that. Cause I did need to clean it out. There was a lot of, you've walked through it every day this past week and have you not thought, man, this looks so much better. Yeah. And there, I mean, every single morning that I've gone to work, I, that I've went out the door, I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks so much better. Yeah. The spiders had kind of taken over. Yes. Um, so I was glad to get rid of a bunch of them. Uh, I'm sure there's some lingering somewhere, but <laughs> we got rid of 90% of them, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it is way cleaner now. And um, I don't know. It, it does feel kind of nice to declutter the wood. Like you said about the hobby, moving on from the mm -hmm. hobby. Uh, because I am a person that takes on hobbies and then suddenly I'm overwhelmed by the hobby because I have more hobbies than I can do. Right. And I think where you had all of that wood stored right there by the stairs so that every single time you walked 
in or out of the garage. It was just like a reminder of, okay, why, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Yeah. And do I want to get rid of it? Am I ever going to pick this back up again? And I'm, I'm not going to say that you won't pick it back up again, but I, I don't think that you're ever, you ever wanted it to be something that you would do and sell a bunch of it. I know you did sell a chair or two, but you didn't want, you can't handle, or you don't want to have to handle, Hey, I want to order a chair and it has to be done by a certain time. Your, your job won't allow you to do that. Plus why put that pressure on yourself whenever it's not like that's how you were going to make your living. Right. So, well, even, you know, and we don't need any more stuff here in the house. As even far this as, podcast. I mean, I took this podcast on with a weird obsession of, I, I got to do this. And I couldn't explain why I had to, when I started it, um, you know, it's been over three years now and it literally started with us sitting on the couch and me saying, I'm going to start a podcast. You're like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, I do think you put a lot of pressure on yourself to just like last weekend, last weekend, we were extremely busy. Mm hmm. And you stopped, was it Saturday that you did one Yeah, real Saturday, quick? Saturday morning. And I was in here with you. Yeah, it was a little I mean, chaos. It was, but like I said, you, it, for some reason you had that pressure that you put on yourself Yeah, that I've absolutely got to do this mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I was like, why can't you do it tomorrow? Tomorrow we won't be under the gun of having 19 people show up at our home at, at 6 o'clock this evening. Well, because it was Saturday. And when I started this podcast, it was twice a week. I had just told myself, I'm going to do it twice a week. I'm going to do it one day during the middle of the week and then one day on the weekend. And I, and I had a lot that I planned and a lot that I was trying to do. And a lot of it was just trying to find my voice in the process of what, I, what my message was going to be. And I didn't realize my message at the time, but Greg pointed it out. Greg was like, you know, the one thing about you is that you're constantly being positive and constantly telling people that you can overcome anything and you can you can do anything if you put your mind to it. And he said, that part is what I really admire. And, and the thing that is really your underlying message of all of this is because everybody you talk to, they all talk about adversity and they all talk about overcoming those adversities. And, and I didn't realize that that was where I was going. Um, it's just sort of how I was raised. So, I mean, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad that people got something from it and I'm glad people are getting something from it. And, you know, at the, party we talked to several people about it because they came in here and wanted to see the studio and they were like oh my god i want to be on the podcast and i'm like okay well come on yeah what, what are you waiting for um yeah i know there's a couple there's yeah like i say one or two people at work that has made the comment that they they would love to do a podcast with yeah. you probably after the holidays because yeah. everybody's extremely busy right now us included yeah. well this weekend thank goodness was a weekend that we definitely needed some downtime i was with, supposed to be uh, Jeep jamming You're supposed right to now. Be Jeep jamming <laughs> and camping on the ground <laughs> this weekend, but that didn't work out. Yeah. And I don't think you were disappointed over it because last no. weekend was just last week and last weekend was so stressful. Yeah. Although I know that the party went off well, and I think it would have it it would have anyway, even if we hadn't have stressed over it the way we did. Yeah. But I'm just not that kind of person. I'm I'm the kind of person, and honestly, I work better on deadlines anyway. Yeah. Just like putting ourselves under the gun to get that garage cleaned out. We'll see. And, and the podcast for me is a constant deadline because mm -hmm. at least once a week, I got to make myself go through the, the, the thing of turning everything on and let's do it and let's pay attention and let's be attentive and let's talk to people. And because I know there's a lot of people right now driving in your car, or, you know, and you're heading down the road trying to be entertained while you're sleepy or, or you're just trying to, you know, reconnect with a human being while you're 
off doing your thing and you want to hear about what's going on in the world. And maybe sometimes there's, there's things that I can say that maybe inspire you. I mean, when I, when I bumped into um, Wesley Pandy up there, uh, one lonely farmer up in New Jersey, he commented on, uh, he said, you know, normally a lot of your podcasts where you do reviews of stuff. I, I mean, I listen to it, but I'm, I'm not that into it. He said, but the one you did about your, your aunt passing away, he goes, that was, that well, was I th- really I good. I think the ones you do about the reviews, I listen to all of yours. Yeah. And the ones about the reviews are not as interesting to me if it's not a show that I'm familiar with. Right. And I'm sure any everybody else is the same way. Oh, yeah. That's why I think it's good that you don't make, make a whole show, a whole podcast out of just that. Right. You do try to mix a little bit other stuff in with it. Because I think a lot of people do kind of just glaze over when they're listening, if it's not something they're interested in. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just uh, just recently, I mean, Bert Kreischer just put out a podcast uh, interviewing Amanda Knox, and and I knew the name, but I was like, I don't, I honestly remember anything about her other than there was something to do with a murder and something else, and I was like, what is that? And so I actually had to ask Alexa while you were asking me who Amanda Knox was just to find yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't remember. And then suddenly when she started explaining, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, like, she apparently got in, she, they thought that she murdered her roommate. And yeah, like I said, I re- did not remember the name. And then the, uh, after several trials, like, they originally found her guilty. And then after several retrials, they realized that she was innocent. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but I didn't remember the name at all until. I think we were sitting on the couch and we asked Alexa, is that right? Yeah. And when she started reading off. Well, because I saw it, I just saw it as a headline. Who was she like, was. Oh, I was like, okay, I remember that. So I haven't, I haven't even listened to that one, but I mean, that's, that's a subject I'm kind of interested in. Cause I mean, that was a very interesting case that went on and, and I'm sure Bert had her on just because, um, you know, she's kind of doing the media tour right now. She's been on Rogan and Whitney and, and Bert's friends with both of them. And, and he made a comment when he found out she was on Rogan, he goes, I, I just want to talk to her because there's a lot of stuff about her life that was way more fascinating than just the murder trial. He goes, I don't want to talk about it's other stuff. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to, and, and I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's things that you pick out and you go, I want to listen to that. Now I was just looking before we started this podcast at analytics and it shows you what people are listening to and what they're into. And some of my bigger rated podcasts are me talking about aliens and stuff like that. And I'm like, to have a big alien audience? Is that what's going on? Yeah, see, that don't do anything for me. <laughs> I'm not interested in that at all. I know, but that's the biggest spikes in, in all my content is whenever I'm talking about my ideas on do aliens. I, I, because I personally don't believe in them. What do you mean? I don't. And if they are out there, I don't want to know it. What do you think all those little dots are? What little dots? The little stars up in the sky. What do you think they are? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're It's a possibility. I don't think that. All those I'm not going to think about it. All other possibilities. So anyway, I'm going to smoothly fold this into my content on, uh, I watched the last season of Lost in Space. Now, as a kid, Lost in Space was a TV show. It was kind of hokey, but it was interesting. It was sort of like Gilligan's Island for space, right? I mean, you got... I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. I mean, I've heard, I even, not the new one. I had heard of it before. Right. But I just had, had never so watched it. So this was it. out when I was a kid. So you would have been a teenager. Um <laughs> Running, <laughs> running the roads and I'm at home watching your own black and white TV. But yeah, Lost in Space was sort of like Gilligan's Island in space. Uh, it was always this family who they would be in danger and they would have to figure out how to get off the planet and they would end up in another planet. And it was always a scenario where they could come up with something that's going to... Was it relatable to Star Trek where they went somewhere no. different every yeah, episode? sort of. But sometimes they would be stuck on a planet for a while. Oh. But you always had the robot around, that, which 
honestly looked like some weird futuristic uh, washing machine turned inside out. Well, I watched. Had a huge uh, globe on top of its head that well, would light up. And, I'd ha- I'll have to Google it to see what the old show looked like. Yeah. I know that I've walked through the room several times with you watching the one that's on Netflix now. Yeah. And the robot looks creepy. It looks awesome. Yeah, it, it looks creepy. Well, and it looks it looks dangerous. I it mean, does. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. Um, and they've written the show that way. I mean, the old show is just, you don't know why they're there, but the robot would just be there. And somehow the robot was buddies with the little kid. And anytime something dangerous would happen, the robot would wiggle its arms and say, danger, danger, Will Robinson, and sort of let them know that something's going to happen. Sort of like Spidey Sense, but with, you know, old type. Do the characters on the new one on Netflix now have the same names as the characters for the original show? No, sort of. I don't remember all of their names from the original show. Okay. But they have kept with, you know, Will Robinson, obviously, the robot, and Dr. Smith. I don't know that a lot of attention was played to the parents Okay. The old show, but honestly, I was a kid when that came out. You would have remembered if you were watching it, but you were out. Well, I just didn't. Like I said, I didn't watch <laughs> it. Now, I was. I'm not as big into sci-fi as you are, right? Although I do, I did grow up watching Star Trek and watching. Um, I well, my my mom, Mama loved Star Trek. I can remember as a you know as, as a small child watching Star Trek, and she loved it. Yeah, She was also very into the Star Wars when well, Star things, Wars came out. One of the things I read is that Star Trek was really ahead of its time and the fact that it introduced people to different um, people with different skin color as being people of power. Um, not necessarily just the white man's in charge. Like it was suddenly a spectrum of aliens and beings. And apparently the, the creators really fought hard for the fact that they wanted to show that it didn't matter what a person looked like, that they could actually be anything if there was such a thing as Star Trek and they're out there venturing between worlds. I mean, they really bridged a lot of boundaries and opened up the dialogue for a lot of science fiction to come later and a lot of like social change that happened. Um, while in it, they had a thing about space, which was kind of fascinating to a lot of people who just entered the space race. I mean, this came out shortly after they had gone to the, the moon. Yeah, sixties. So was it late sixties, early seventies, early seventies. I actually, rem- I've actually Googled it before. I don't remember right off the top of my head exactly how long. But Star Wars, I mean, uh, Star Trek was an, actually not on TV as long as I thought it yeah. was. It wasn't but like three seasons. wasn't very many seasons yeah. at all. But they put out something like forty yeah. episodes per season. I mean, it was crazy. It was different. The seasons were different. But anyway, back to. But anyway, Lost in Space. Lost in Space Lost was in good. Space uh, season series finale. They ended the show. Uh, Netflix had pulled the plug. They said, all right, that's it. You, we got to wrap this up. We got other projects. Pulled the plug because it wasn't doing well? No, just because it was time to move on. Okay, gotcha. Um, part, of the, part of the appeal of the show is the fact that the kid was a little kid. You know, Robinson. Okay. Will Robinson was a little kid, and he had a robot that was yay big. And then it, the first season took a while to catch on. And then the second season, suddenly the kid had grown another two feet. <laughs> and so, because they do that in real right. life. So, he had entered puberty and got really tall. So, this season, uh, he's taller than the dad. I mean, <laughs> he grew up really fast. But they were kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain this is why they did it, but I'm sure this had something to do with it. Because, how do you keep writing the show with the kid being the kid? Well, I don't, I think if you'll really stop and think about it with Netflix, uh, a lot of the series that have done really well, they are not super long as far as like, you don't see the six, seven, eight season type things anymore. Well, and there's a reason for that. 
to me, I like it better that way. I yeah. don't like it to drag on. That's something that the BBC had done for a long time with hit shows. I mean, Downton Abbey was originally sold as just a four-season episode, uh, four-season show, and they're like, "This is all we're going to do." And most shows, I heard this from from people talking about Breaking Bad. Most shows are sold as a four-season show because they're like, "Listen, we got four seasons. Here's the outline. Here's what we're going to do each season. Here's the story arc. Each season is going to have this where you fall in love with the person and then hate the person and then fall in love again, and it's going to be conflict and blah 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 blah." And then when they sell it, if it's really super popular, they go. Well, crap, now we got to write more stuff. But by then, your original writers have gone, eh, I got other projects. I, I think it works better that way anyway. Yeah. To, to me, whenever you start looking at, at the series that have gone on for that many years over their expiration date, it kind of ruins the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Well, and, and I think Lost in Space was originally sold as a three-season okay, show. Gotcha. And so this is the rumor that I've heard. You know, obviously, this is the Stuff I Heard podcast, not Stuff I Know. That's a different one. You guys can check that out. Those guys are jerks. Don't listen to them. So anyway, uh, but this one, you know, I'll tell you what I know. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they said that, uh, you know, originally it was going to be a three-season show. And so they wrapped it up, and they wrapped it up really well. Um, Thomas Jackson, who I talked to on Facebook a good bit about shows that he likes, he, he kind of puts his little two cents worth every now and then about, hey, check this out. Uh, he had watched it like the weekend it came out immediately. And of course that was the weekend we cleaned the garage. So I couldn't really have time to do it, but I've caught a little bit during the week before work, watching an episode or two here and there. And it is some of the best science fiction that I've seen um, in a while. It's been, it was very beautifully done. The story characters have changed a good bit. The main characters have changed a good bit. The, conflict was unlike anything I'd ever seen. And the way they resolved it was unlike anything I'd ever thought they would do. So to me, Lost in Space is a big win this week. Uh, check that out on Netflix. Um, and then I also watched a cartoon because I'm a kid. Yeah, you watch. <laughs> I watched an adult cartoon called F is for Family. Uh, also the ending of the show. And that's the one that ha- absolutely must have I've heard the voice, Bill Burr's voice. It's got Bill Burr's yes. voice. I know the times that I've walked through the room whenever you've been watching, I actually did not sit on the couch any. Usually when you're watching something that I'm, I'm not interested in, I will read or whatever on, on the other end of the couch. And I do hear mm-hmm. the gist of the show. On yeah. this one, I did not. Uh, so but I did 70s. hear his voice. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be set in 1974. Well, this episode is 1974. Uh, and it's, I guess, loosely based on Bill Burr's childhood. And it's, <laughs> you see the story arc of the craziness they go through as kids. His dad worked for a failing airline. Uh, he's losing his mind. Um, he's got three kids. They're out of control. Uh, the parents really don't know what they're doing. They're trying the best they can. And uh, there's lots of little jokes in the show uh, with each of the characters doing their own little weird thing. And lots of social commentary along the way. Um, with Bill, Ver, Bill Burr's voice the entire time. And they ended the, the season or the show, not the season, but the entire show uh, on the last episode uh, with his dad and him riding in the car. Um, the kid had seen a, a dirty film and <laughs> the dad caught him. And he's like, I can't believe you watched that. And he goes, well, I already knew about sex. And he's like, what do you mean? And he tells them that he had gotten trapped underneath their bed one night <laughs> whenever the mom and dad... <laughs> were being frisky and he's like oh my god like <laughs> and the kid's like yeah i'm traumatized forever so he makes a joke and he goes he goes you're pretty funny you know that he goes uh, he says something about 
you know, just don't be a comedian. You can never pay your bill being just a comedian. And that's how they end the show. And I was like, so oh, it's just one season. That's fitting. No, no, no. This is, uh, this is season five, but this season is season five. You've been watching this that long. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So listen, Bill Berg, the writers, everybody did a great job. All of the voice actors did a great job. Uh, apparently, um, this past year has been really tough on the cast. They lost several cast members due to COVID and there was a memorial after certain episodes of them passing away. And, and, you know, I know Bill was super close to everybody that was part of the show. And so it's, you know, it's done. It's really done. Well, it's funny. Uh, it's not a show for my mom. Uh, (laughs) I always say that whenever there's like bad language, because mom's like, I can't believe they said that. I remember mom. I remember. (laughs) Well, like I said, it didn't, it, it, uh, it wasn't something that looked like I would be interested in. Right. But so that was fun. I also learned a good bit this past week. Uh, my buddy Greg puts out a podcast called Five and Forty, and you can. I find have it. not watched it. I have not listened to his. Sorry, listened to his newest podcast. Okay, so he put out two. Like he went from May of last year. I was going to say week. being if I be one hundred percent honest about it, I had deleted his <laughs> his podcast from my podcast app because he yeah. wasn't doing anything. Yeah, he wasn't publishing anything. Uh, so if he's published something, I need to put it back, back on so I can listen to him. So he did two back to back, and he got a new microphone, so the sound sounds way better. Okay, good. Uh, he said he bought a USB microphone, and and the sound quality is really good. Uh, but the first two episodes are basically about crypto, and he talks about. He says, "I'm gonna I'm gonna title these the Crypto Chronicles," and he goes, "I know that name the the, the podcast Five and Forty because I had this idea of." doing five subjects in 40 minutes. And he goes, but I'm, I'm not going to stick to that. I'm going to, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to, I'm really excited about crypto and I want to talk about it. And I want to tell people about it. And I want to tell you what I learned along the way. And so he does. Did you learn anything? I learned a ton. Okay. Good. And, and I also felt really dumb at the same time. And uh, I, I, he asked me, he's like, have you listened to him? And I was like, yes, I have. And I said, I just finished the second one. And I said, I, I feel excited and confused and, and really dumb right now. Sort of like the first time I saw a girl's boobs. <laughs> He's like, that's, I don't know if that's what I'm looking for, but that explains it perfectly. Well, don't tell me what it's about because I'll listen to it. But I do like listening to his podcast. Yeah. I mean, he, he's really good. He's, well, a, he's a very smart guy. He explains a lot of things that, that still make me confused. And, and I'm still doing research on. And, and there's a whole world of things that are going to come our way with things like blockchain and I don't, I don't know, there's so much, there's so many words of things that mean things like Ethereum and NFTs. And I, it, it sounds great. It sounds awesome. It sounds wonderful. And I feel like if I don't get on board before the thing explodes, that it's going to be a choo-choo train. It leaves me behind. And I'm going to be like, I remember when I heard about this. And now I'll be living off of a, out of the street corner with a burning can of my own poop on fire to keep myself warm and sorry that was a weird picture i was gonna say geez where are we going with this <sighs> so anyway um i'm gonna wrap this up you got anything else you want to add i'm watching yellowstone oh yeah yeah so i did not watch yellowstone until the season but now i'm into it and we're on season four four okay four so as this as the shows are going on, my wife's going, and this guy's this person and that person, this is that. And I was like, okay. But you really need to go back and watch the first three seasons. It's really good. With all that extra time. I know. You know what's amazing is I talk about how I don't have any time and then I talk about all the crap I watch I, exactly. and the time that I have it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm I'm right there with you on. I mean, I understand. But Yellowstone's good. Yeah. 
So I'm like, it should be, it, it should be. I'm thinking that it's probably going to be ending soon because the new show, or not the new show, the prequel, is that what? Is that the what, prequel, yeah. The prequel 1883. where? 1883. 1883. And I think that's got um, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, mm-hmm. the country singers. And Billy Bob Thornton. And Billy Bob Thornton. And Sam Elliott. Yeah. Sam Elliott's a great cowboy. Yeah. Kevin Costner's a great Kevin cowboy. Kevin Costner's a great cowboy. Kevin Costner was made for two things, cowboys and baseball movies. Well, I remember when I first started watching this, and I don't think this show did that well to start off with. It started on the Paramount Network, and I didn't really even hear anything about it until it was probably two seasons in, maybe maybe well into the second season. Mm-hmm. People started commenting about it on Facebook, and I was like, hmm, I need to check this out. And I remember watching it. I've watched it on my own. Mm-hmm. So it's been times when you, either you're not home or you know, you're not interested in watching TV. I've watched it, and I remember you asking me early on, "Well, what do you what do you think of it?" And I was like, "I think we had just finished up Sopranos, or was in the process. Took us quite some time to watch the Sopranos because we did it together, and we would just watch an hour or so here and there. And it took us quite some time to watch all those seasons. But I remember telling you that it was like Cowboy Mafia. Mm-hmm. The thing I loved about it was number one, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner is just such a believable co- cowboy." type the other thing was the scenery of where it's filmed yeah because i had read that it takes place the story is he is the largest private land owner in the united states in montana and i had read i had googled it because i'm one of those that will google how old certain people are when i'm watching a show and things like that it's a lot of it is shot in and around the montana wyoming and utah area Mm -hmm. You and I have been out there, and we know how pretty that is. And to me, that was one of the things that makes this show even better is the fact that it is just the scenery is just so beautiful. So it's like it's to me, it's sort of like Casey Neistat says, "New York is a character." Whenever he shoots his vlogs, right? Used to um, this the scenery is, is the a scenery character. is part of the is is the char- is one of the characters of the show exactly yeah. the the rustic. Um, home they live in, which is an is a and I did have read that it is an original home that a family lives in. Mm-hmm. It's it's been in their family for generations. The actual house is in Montana, and they um I saw a I guess a little interview that I because you know when you're really interested in the show you'll you'll read the little articles that kind of like behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. and the family that owns this home. They let the the producers, they let this whole team of people come into their home for X amount of months to shoot these episodes. And, you know, they're they're just as much into they're trying to blend their them into the story because of the home that they're using. Yeah. And so that is an original that's not sets. That is an original home that they use. And a lot of the stuff that's in the home is stuff that's been in that family for generations. But yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's one of the first shows I've watched in a while that I've actually looked forward to each. And I'm watching it as it comes on on Sunday night at eight o'clock for an hour. I'm not watching it like like you do on Netflix where one whole season drops at one time. Mm-hmm. So that's made it a little bit more interesting in the fact that you can't just watch it and then it's over with. But um, it it's it's a great show. So that's an idea. Um. Does it hurt a show to be on Netflix in the fact that you can binge watch it? And so maybe the buzz around it doesn't continue. 
like if a show comes out weekly, we tend to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And then we can't wait for the next episode. Sort of like, you know, HBO did with Game of Thrones. Um, a lot of shows are doing that now where it's like one week episodes. And then. Well, Disney Plus does that. Yeah. I don't think, I think Disney Plus does that with all of their shows, right? Yeah. Which. Well, HBO probably does too, now that I think about it. I don't, I don't know if we've watched, have we watched anything? Hulu did that with the. Uh, 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 murders in the building. It, yeah, exactly. Only murders in the building. Only murders in the building. That was a great yeah. show. Whereas Netflix is like, here's the show. Now I like the fact that I can just binge watch it, and but I wonder if that hurts the show. Well, I think like I wonder if that hurts the buzz of the show, or if it maybe doesn't have as many viewers or or what. I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's movie, people out there that does this kind of stuff for a living. Oh, yeah, some analytics or whatever. But I think that. But like a movie, like. What was it? Red Notice with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Great movie. Like their, Great movie. their most downloaded movie in right. a weekend ever. Um, great. But it was like you could watch it and then you were done. Whereas a show, what would be a hit that would be just astronomical for a Netflix show? Is what, there anything? What do you mean when you say show? I mean. Like not a movie, but a, a show that they put like Only Murders in the Building. Like it was talked about, oh my God, the viewership for this is just off the charts. Now, is it off the charts for Hulu? For Hulu. Okay. Because I don't think you can compare a Hulu to a Netflix. Well, yeah, because this, again, it's weekly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think you can compare the streaming service. I don't think that Hulu had, well, I don't, Hulu does not have the viewership that Netflix does. Mm. So, just because it was the most watched show, show on, on Hulu. Hulu doesn't mean that it, I mean, I'm, I would think it would have done just as well on Netflix because it's, I mean, it's, it was a great show. I, yeah. We've actually recommended that show to several people. They have watched it and loved it just as much as we did. Well, to me, that show was perfect for a weekly because of the way they wrote it with a cliffhanger at each ending. Right. Where it revealed something that you went, wait. I thought this whole episode was going in a different direction. Like they did a really clever job of that show of of giving you something to hang on to till the next week. And you're like, all week long, you got to go, can you believe what just turned? I mean, it's just, it was that anticipation. Whereas a lot of shows on Netflix is just like, right. And now we're going to cut here and we're going to go there. Yeah. I mean, and I'm kind of glad that Hulu with, with that show, that's really the only you've watched another series. You've watched a couple things on Hulu. I've never watched anything, but only murders in the building. Shout out letter Kenny. Right. Um, you know, I, no, I didn't watch that at all. But I think it's great that of the streaming services we have out there, that different platforms are doing it different ways. Yeah. Disney only drops one episode a week of yeah. whatever their current the man the Mandalorian was once a week. I'll be honest, I'm holding out to watch Hawkeye because I don't want to watch it once a week. I'm holding out. Hawkeye, so, Hawkeye right now is on Disney Plus. They've had several episodes up, and I'm like. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into it right now. I'm nervous about getting into it because I don't want to be left on a cliffhanger because I know I'm going to be just chomping at the bit for the next episode. And I'm oh, like, okay. I'm like, I just want to watch them all when they, but also I'm going to, I'm going to end up caving because <laughs> I know it's going to be well, good. We've got new Star Wars coming out I know. Uh, the 29th of this month. Yeah. Well, not only that, but Boba Fett comes out in uh, less than. That's it. That's what I'm talking weeks. about. That's. Yeah. 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 That that one comes out. Less than three weeks. Less than three weeks. It's the 29th of December. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, I don't mind watching once a week. I think it's actually, I don't know. It's probably healthier. It's, 
<laughs> because you don't sit. I, I'm not. I mean, and I know you get aggravated with me all the time because you'll say, you want to watch a movie? You want to watch a movie? And I really don't like to sit I for know, a two-hour movie. But I have to twist your arm to watch stuff like Red Notice when I, when I hear all the rave and I'm like, Oh, that was good. But I'm I have just to trick not... you into it sometimes. Like like Wonder Woman. When Wonder Wonder Woman came out and I was like, let's watch Wonder Woman. You're like, I don't I don't have time for this. I just turned it on one night and then you were like, Oh, this is good. And like, but I have to the first one. The second one was right, not. Right. The second one was god awful. But the first one was really good. The first one was really good. But I have to like just turn it on sometimes. I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna watch it. And if you just happen to sit here, great, whatever. At Red Notice was amazing. Yeah. And I would love to see them do another one. I hope they do. I hope they do, too. Those are three great actors. They're that powerhouse were, A-list actors that can carry their own film. and But you, they were so good together. You can tell that they all had a little hand in, in making this a better show. I mean, you can tell that some of the creative parts of this, they all got something into it. and Yeah, it was really good. Um, and probably with the success of the show, they can bring in more A-list actors into the, you know, like if they do another season. Or another episode. Oh, I would hope A-list actors watch that and, and would be like, oh, yeah, I, I want in the next one. I want to hang out. Yeah, yeah. I want to do the next you one. You guys ain't even got to pay me much. I just want to hang out and do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. I think you'll see Apple, not not Apple, but Amazon Prime do more because Bezos bought. He bought MGM. MGM. Yeah. And I'm sure, and he bought it for the content. He had to. Yeah. I think you're going to see them be a little bit bigger player. Well, he didn't. His people did. Well, his people did. I bet, I bet he really doesn't have much to do with it. And he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I think Apple will be the same way. Yeah. You're going to see them gain momentum and grow. Well, Apple, to me, Apple did make a huge leap when they had Tom Hanks signed on for a couple of deals. I mean, he made that submarine movie. Was it the submarine movie or the the the, the ship? Whatever, whatever that ship movie was that we watched at the beach with Charles and Cindy. You watched. I did not. That was Apple. That was Apple, right? That was Apple. That was like their first big thing that, that Tom well, now, was signed that, on for. Was the one that he did? Finch. Was that Apple? That was Apple. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder if he signed like a multi-deal kind of kind of picture thing. Um, now, the last one that you just watched with him in it. That was HBO. That was HBO. Because okay. that, that actually went to the theater. That was... During COVID, it was supposed to come out. And... Whenever the theater started opening up, that was the one of the first films that went back into the theaters. And because it was owned by the people who own HBO, they released it for HBO as well. So that was the only way I was able to watch that. Plus okay, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think the movie theaters will ever be what they used to be? No. Or do you think that is a something that has com- will forever change because I of think COVID? That, I think that COVID, not only COVID, but the ability to stream... And the success of streaming for a lot of companies and the fact that most people have TVs that are phenomenal. Um, I think that the movie experience is going to change and you're not going to go to the movies as much. I think that the people in the theaters is going to go down a lot. Now, I did hear that during COVID, some theaters were allowing people to book like private events. Like, let's just say the theater says, all right, you know, we'll rent this out to you for 300 bucks and you can watch whatever. Like you can watch the the latest film. Okay, we well get your buddies together, and three hundred bucks may sound a lot if it's just you and a friend. But if it's you and thirty of your friends, you can still spread out in the theater, and you can watch a movie and be brand new and all that stuff. And that happened a lot. A lot of people were doing that. Um, but again, why would you go to the theater and be not socially distanced and, un- and inconvenienced when a lot of people have figured out during this time that they could sit at home and watch it? A lot of the streaming services have allowed people to purchase it as a premium price. And 
for them, it's a deal because like Disney did it with the $20 new release of Jungle Book. Okay, Jungle, so Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Tw- no, $29.99 okay, was so the price. $29.99. And to me, that was a little bit much. Is I mean, as bad as I wanted to see that movie, right. I didn't see paying that. for the two of us to go. But let's face it, if you were going to go to the theater and you had kids, that's four tickets, you're probably going to spend close to 50 bucks to get everybody in, right? Yeah. So 30 bucks is cheaper. Most definitely. Okay. So, and they made a lot of money doing it. That was that was smart for everyone, um, and I think that because of that success and because of the success of a lot of a lot of these streaming services it had, they're not going to go back. They're going to keep doing this, and good. That's great. Also, I don't think I'll miss watching, and not that we went. Now you went to the movies way more than I did. Yeah, you would go a lot of times by yourself. Well, because Marvel and Star Wars, and I'm into that right. Crap. Well, I mean, like I said, I don't think I'll miss the theater. But I will miss, like, Star Wars on the big screen the yeah. new, the, when the new movies come out. Yeah. Because there was just something about going there and watching that. We it, could get a bigger screen for the living room. Yeah, that, we, that's true, too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, we need another TV. Like, I need another hobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. We've been going for a while. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been listening. Thank you to everybody who's ra- who's uh, let us me know that you enjoy the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, reach out. Um, I am uh, I have ordered some uh, more headphones and a thing. For, I know I saw it on Amazon. It'll be here Monday. Um, so that's it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. That's how we grow the podcast. That's how we reach more listeners and and get to have more fun. Yeah. And if you've got something you want me to talk about, drop me a line. Check out the website, www.stuffiheard.com. I've done a lot of work to it lately. I've updated the episodes page with little thumbnail pictures and little clips and words and stuff and, and links to the YouTube and all that stuff. So thanks for listening. And always, cue the cow, baby. Cow, burr, burr. Moo.